This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning. I wanted to join everyone and, and do this um, live stream. This is our very, very first one on this channel. So, you know, definitely happy 2021. Everybody has been a doozy. Um, we're going to continue to focus on what happened after all the calamity that we saw. Now you had black police officers that were there and you have to understand you had a angry mob of white supremacist terrorists. Okay. Could you imagine working that? Could you imagine if you see in this picture right here, that mob coming at you by yourself. Now see, I'm a little different. And of course we, we played the whole video with this brother here. He ran to the other section, but, uh, I'm sorry. I probably would have pulled my firearm, but let's, let's go ahead and, and, and get this account here, uh, from black officers. So, you know, we all saw what was going on and, and they said that the deadly tragedy, it was saying it started to unfold around 9 AM that morning of the Trump terror attack. And for one black veteran of the U S Capitol police, he said, but it didn't come from his superiors. Instead, the officer had to rely on a screenshot from Instagram sent to him by a friend. Now imagine that you have an incoming threat and your superiors and tell you anything like, Hey, get ready. These people coming. No, a friend of yours had to say, Hey, bro, you see all them people coming over there your way. Could you imagine finding out that way? And now you have to, um, sit here and get prepared on that. So it continues. I found out what they were planning when a friend of mine screenshot me an Instagram story from the proud boy saying we breaching the Capitol today, guys. He said, I hope y'all ready. And they say the officer who asked to remain anonymous out of fear of retaliation from his superiors. Now th listen to that. So he came to speak freely because he was worried about retaliation from the white supremacist that was running that at the time. Now the, you know, the chief, you know, has resigned and, and it was replaced by a black woman, but you know, that's not really going to be her permanent job. So at least what they saying, or they may keep her there. They don't know. Right? So he says that the officer, uh, continue to say, that it was just a sign of the chaos that was to come and say, which officers saw regularly find themselves unprepared and then outmanned and overpowered by the white supremacist mob. Now the officer said that while departments of upper management had been telling them prepare for Wednesday storming of the Capitol, like they would for any other protest and say that Instagram post sent a clear message. This wasn't going to be just some kind of free speech protest. This is going to be a fight. Now they say management's inaction left black police officers, especially vulnerable to a white supremacist mob that had been whipped up by Donald Trump as a, a man who has a record of inspiring racist vigilantes to action. Now you say one of the most defining videos of that day was to one of their colleagues, another black police officer trying in vain to hold back 
the tide of white supremacist rioters who broken into the building and were hunting for congressional members. So yes, that's what they were doing. They was hunting for congressional members, ladies and gentlemen. And if they would have got to AOC, if they would have got to Pelosi, you heard the videos that they were saying, hang Mike Pence. So they already had a noose out there ready for, for all of them. You understand what I'm saying? They'd got the old Jim Crow Clyburn or anybody in the CBC. You understand what I'm saying? All of them was at risk that day. And that's what they were looking for. Now there's been reports and they were saying that prior to that day, you had Republican Congress people, um, giving these tours of the facility, basically showing them kind of where to go. That's also been reported. I mean, this Republican party that's in here now, I mean, this is, you know, something that nobody's ever seen before. Right. And it still trips me out about, uh, the Trump situation. Now, let me answer one question before I continue. Yes, I still post to anchor. Everything I post here goes to anchor. Okay. So now they said they, they had talked to Buzzfeed at the time, these black officers who described the, the day in which they was forced to endure racist abuse, including repeatedly being called the N word. It says they try to do their job of protecting the Capitol building. And by extension, the very functioning of American democracy, the officer said they were wrong footed fighting off an invading force that their managers had downplayed and not prepared them for. And so they had all been issued gas masks, for example, but management didn't tell them to bring them in on that day. It's a Capitol police, uh, of course, didn't respond to or request about the allegations made by the officers. Say while some of the images from that day appeared to show officers standing uh, by to let the mob into the Capitol building, the veteran officer said they had fought them off for two hours before the attackers eventually gained access. He said the officer said that, the, that many of the widely spread images of smiling marauders wandering the halls dressed in absurd costumes. It had the effect of downplaying and say how well prepared some of the rioters were to overtake the building and even to capture and kill Congress members. They said that was a heavily trained group of militia terrorists that attacked us. This is what his brother said. This is what he said. Okay. He said that, um, he's been in the apartment for a decade. He said they had radios. He said, we found them. They had two way communicators and earpieces. He said they had bear spray. They had flashbangs. He said they were prepared. He said they strategically put two IEDs, pipe bombs and two different locations. He said, these guys are military trained. He said a lot of them were former military. That's what one of the brothers said. He said, referring to the two suspected pipe bombs, they were found outside the headquarters of the Democrat National Committee and the Republicans. So they was going to go after the Democrat and Republicans. They, they were trying to blow both of them up. You understand what I'm saying? So they said, also even described coming face to face with police officers from across the country in the mob. He says some of them flashed their badges telling him to let them through and trying to explain that this was all part of a movement that was supposed to help. Now you remember, and I, I, I got a story coming out about this, but everyone knows that there are police departments throughout the country right now that investigating their cops from going over there to that, uh, riot, right? So you, uh, you have sheriff's deputies that was there, a chief of police that was found out to be there. Um, not only top of that, you have lawmakers that one in West Virginia, um, that was caught was there. I mean, these people ladies and gentlemen was in deep. And what I liked about this, you mean, we talked about many times about how 
white supremacy is permeated into everything. And what you saw at that Trump riot was this, everything that we said has been correct. The other guy that got caught, which we are going to report on the one that had all the zip ties where he was with his mama, um, dusty dude living with his mama, his mother is a nurse. And you know, we've been covering lately about medical racism and, and how black people, you know, going into these hospitals. This is why a lot of times things happen to us because you literally have open white supremacists working in the hospitals and understand the majority as nurse Angela said, the majority of the nurses are, um, Mazungu female. Okay. And they are hot. And a lot of them are dedicated to white supremacy too. They are the mothers of white supremacy. We never can forget that. Okay. So you had that woman and her son with the zip ties there in the midst of it. You know, a lot of times in this society, you give the Mazungu female a pass and like, like she don't do anything. She's right there in the middle with her man. You understand that it wasn't just the, the, the men, it was them too. I don't know why in this country they get a pass for some reason. They, the main ones that raise, uh, all those terrorists that you saw, they birth them, they have them, they raise them. The man isn't the first teacher of the child. It is the woman. You have to understand that. Okay. So continuing. So the officer, he say, uh, said you had to have the nerves. He said, you have the nerves to be holding a blue lives matter flag. And you out there, he said, effing us up. He said, he told one of the group of protesters he encountered inside the uh, Capitol. He said, one guy put out his badge and he said, we're doing this for you. Another guy had his badge. So I was like, well, you gotta be kidding. Now these are cops that's pulling out their badges in front of a Capitol police officer telling him we doing this for you. No, you're not. You wouldn't do anything for him, but it lets you know how deep the white supremacy and infiltration went. You had active police bringing out their badges and letting this dude know we cops. They didn't even hide this stuff from the brother. You understand? Now I say another officer, a new recruit is to echo these sentiments saying that, uh, where he was on the steps of the rotunda, the east side of the Capitol, he was engaged in hand to hand battles, trying to fight the attackers off. But he said they were outnumbered 10 to one. It's saying describe extraordinary scenes with protesters holding blue lives matter flags, launch themselves at police officers. He said, we were telling them to back up and get away and stop. And they were telling us they are on our side and they're doing this for us. And they're saying this as I'm getting punched in my face by one of them. He said, this happened to a lot of us. He said, we were getting pepper sprayed in the face by terrorists. He said, I'm not going to even call them. Uh, he said at the time protesters said by, by those domestic terrorists, he said, why it was hard that day for almost every officer at the capital, black officers in particular, uh, had a difficult position. He said, because he drew a stark contrast on how police handled the black lives matter protests this summer. He said, there's quite a big difference when the black lives matter protests come up to the Capitol. He said on Wednesday, some officers were catering to the rioters. This is what they said. Like, you know, these, these are actually cops, ladies and gentlemen, black police officers that was in the mix. That was actually there. Okay. This is what they're saying. Now continuing. He said that what upset him the most was that he later saw images of a white colleague taking a selfie with the attackers seeming to enjoy his time with the insurrectionists who are roaming the U S Capitol with Confederate flags and other symbols of white supremacy. 
Now imagine that you getting called the N word all day. You getting punched, kicked. Then at the same time, you're seeing other cops from across the country flashing badges at you talking about, we doing this for you while you still getting called the N word. And they got the blue lives matter flag. Understand something blue lives matter for them. And, and I, and I, I figured it out. They love the, they love the police in America because they give them immunity from law. The first time the police clamped down on them, they ready to harm and kill police officers. Notice where's all this attack on law enforcement about officer Sicknick? Well, what happened to that? They, that video clearly was a, a white man throwing that, um, fire extinguisher at, at that police officer in the back of his head end up killing that man. Where's all, where's all that, you know, got to respect the badge and back the blue. None of that, none of that talk going on right now. None of it. You even heard a thing. Well, why, why you ain't, ain't rolling uh, that officer's face on a loop? Now that also is a Trump supporter too. So, you know, it's amazing how his own people uh, got, got at him. Right. But where's all that? See, see, see the, the, the white media, ladies and gentlemen, they, they're not going to sit up here and, and always uh, come at their people, no matter what they got to make sure to spin that story. Now they'll talk about it because, oh, it's those Republicans that did that. So they try to make you think it's just the Republicans, but it's the whole system because understand Democrat and Republican is responsible for those white supremacists. They had every chance after Charlottesville to do something about it. Now, some people may say, well, Mr. McConnell wouldn't have done anything about it or Trump wouldn't have done anything about it. Okay, fine. But the eight years of Obama, they could have done something about it. They could have done something. Now Joe Biden's about to get in. So let's see, you're going to do something about it. But see now, oh boy, I saw AOC's um, live stream last night on uh, Instagram. And uh, oh yeah, she's pissed. She's mad. She's talking about her life was threatened. She couldn't really say how, but she said she came face to face with some of them. And oh yeah, she's she very angry. You know, a lot of them mad. The Republicans didn't want to wear no masks. And now they're getting, is a thing, is it two black lawmakers? I think. And I know this, um, the Indian lawmaker, um, I forgot how to say that lady's name. It, it, it missed me. But they got COVID because them, them Republicans didn't want to wear no mask. I mean, and I got a video coming. Y'all going to laugh at this brother went in on one of them for not wearing no mask, and rightfully so. But continuing. So you said that. When he saw the, the, them taking uh self, he said that one hurt me the most because I was on the other side of the Capitol getting my butt kicked. He said he is certain that this brother said that if a group of black Americans had stormed the Capitol, they wouldn't have got that kind of friendly reception from his white colleagues. He said, if you're going to treat a group of demonstrators for black lives matter one way, then you should treat this group the same way. He said with this group, you were being kind and nice and letting them walk back out. That some of them got arrested, but a lot of them didn't. They said everyone who came into the Capitol should have been arrested regardless if they didn't take anything. Now to say the number of arrests has, you know, in, in increased in recent days, but because it currently seems unlikely that everyone who breached the building on Wednesday would be arrested for their actions. Now they just had a FBI press conference, ladies and gentlemen, and at that press conference, they've been hearing, I was at the FBI, I've been hearing what everybody's been saying. When we've been talking about them slap on the wrist charges that's been going on, like how you gonna hit them with unlawful entry. So literally what we have been saying online, the FBI yesterday literally parroted say, wait a minute, we're not just giving them, you know, uh, charges that just light. We just had to do that so we can hurry up and arrest them. But no, we got a whole team that's working on sedition charges, conspiracy charges. 
And uh, he said, so, so please be patient. He said, no, they, these charges are going to be upgraded. We just had to get them on something. I said, oh, yeah, okay. We and you remember I kept telling you guys that we got to keep banging on uh, that drum about, no, you need to hit them with them sedition charges. You need to hit them with, with terrorism. You need to hit them with, uh, uh, you know, insurrection. You'd hit them with every charge you can because you don't hit them with these charges. Um, then they're not going to uh, take anything seriously. Okay. So they're saying about, of course, we know about this saying five people died. They say, including the Capitol police officer. One protester was shot, um, and killed by the Capitol police while three others died of medical emergencies during the attack. Now they said the older black officer didn't think it was a simple case of treating the riders differently from BLM, but instead of a bigger issue with how the agency is managed, he said our chief was nowhere to be found. I didn't hear him on the radio. One of our other deputy chiefs was not there. He said, you don't think it's all hands on deck. Um, he said the veteran officer also uh, welcomed the resignation of the, of the chief. Um, he said, but more needs to change than the agency. He said, Congress can bring anybody in the building they want. They can go outside and find 200 people and say, hey, they're with me. Come on in. He said, they don't have to go through security as long as they were the Congress. Um, and the, uh, he said, ju they just want to make Congress happy. So I don't think the next chief needs to come in and sit. He needs to sit down uh, with Congress. Now, see, that's what they did before. They were saying them the Republicans was bringing them jokers in. With, 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 with no checks just cause they were a the Congress person and leading them all over the place and showing them where things are at and what to do, etc. It, listen, it is, it, it now is all confirmed. It is the inside job. Now is it is definitely confirmed. Um, and, and these Congress people who did this, they need to be brought up on charges too. Cause why are you bringing those, 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 those idiots in there? Okay. So. He said he, he sat down, one brother said he sat down, one of his buddies, another brother, he said, and tears just, he said, started streaming down my face. He said, what the F, man? Is this America? He said, what the F just happened? They said, I'm so sick and tired of this ish, right? And see, them brothers got to deal with white supremacy like a lot of black Americans don't deal with them. I mean, they got to deal with it in the rawest form ever, okay? And I guarantee you, if I was to sit down and talk with one of them brothers right at this moment, and if I would tell them, hey, brother, you want to take your first trip to, to Africa right now? He'd probably be like, hell yeah. I am so sick of these people. Like, listen, you understand, they set up there, like we reported yesterday, they set up there and, and, and went poop and smeared feces all in, in Congress. They pissed everywhere. You understand? These people are not normal and we're living with these people. We're in a pandemic. They don't want to wear a mask. Do you understand? Listen, I label them as COVID carriers now because they're the ones that are spreading COVID everywhere. It's them. It's not, it's not uh, uh, other people. It's them. Cause historically they're more sickly than anybody else. Historically, look, I mean, just do the research. They didn't have certain diseases in Africa until they showed up. That's just history, right? Brother says, so he was, he says soon he was screaming. So everyone in the rotunda, including his white colleagues could hear what he had just gone through. And he screamed these racist, you know, a terrorist, he yelled out. So everybody could hear exactly what he had to say. He said in the seven years since black lives matters become rallying cries and image of a, uh, white cop deciding how and when to enforce law and order has become ambiquitous. He said on Wednesday, America saw something different. Black officers tried to do the same as they attempted to protect the very heart of American democracy. And instead of being honored by the supporters of a man who likes to call himself law and order president, black Capitol police officers 
uh, you say found themselves under attack. One brother said, I got called the N word 15 times today. Imagine that. I mean, he dealt with white supremacy one-on-one. He said the veteran officer shouted in the rotunda uh, to no one in particular said Trump did this and say, and we all, we got all of our effing people in our department that voted for him. He said, how the F can you support him? Now, now listen, listen to that key part. He said, let me repeat this again. He said, Trump did this. We got all of these effing people in our department that voted for him. See, that's the problem right there. That's the problem. And remember the brother said he got called the N word 15 times that day. You understand? Now, listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. I would have had to deal with me doing it to me. I'd had to use my qualified immunity that day. I guarantee you, if I would have pulled out my, I would have got them scattered. Oh, yeah, I got them scattered. And I just deal with the consequences later. I said, look, I was in fear of my life. So I had to protect myself. It's just that simple. Y'all yeah, scared too, but I wasn't scared to. Forget that. Look, so when that other one tried to go jump in that, that window and that, that officer shot up behind and, and put her down, oh, hey, nobody tried to go in there no more. You understand what I'm saying? See, see, when it come to us, they, they would have unloaded on us. It'd have been us, but them, you, you letting them assault you, you letting them throw spy extinguishers and nobody pulled out. Listen, every Capitol police officer, cause I've been up there to, to the Capitol. Okay. I've seen them and they got, they got guns. They got guns. just like any other cop got guns. You know what I'm saying? So your guns didn't work that day. I mean, what, what you got to order not to use them. And you let, you let a mob just come like, hold on. Black folks don't even be armed. Black folks, um, have a phone and they get shot 20, 30 times. They had guns. They had the FBI there. They had the CIA there. They got sharpshooters. They got all kinds of people over there. But yet when it comes to them, well, we can't use any of that. But if it was black lives matter, which is a translation of black people. Listen, if you're black, you're in black lives matter. That's the way they, 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 Black Lives Matter is just a little cold word for black people, right? I can say something. See, yeah, see, he's part of Black Lives Matter. I was like, what? What, what chapter am I part of? What, what card do I have to say I'm part of Black Lives Matter? But like I said, if they say Black Lives Matter, it means black people, okay? But that is, that is a, a, a horrible thing. And me personally, I'm just saying, if I was a Capitol police officer, I would want to be there no more after that. I just would not want to be there anymore, especially when the whole department, like he said, voted for Trump. That is the problem. That's been a problem. White supremacy and law enforcement has been a problem. We talked about this. We've been talking about it. We hit, we as black people suffer the, as victims of this, you know, same white supremacists cover up uh, lynchings. And they say, yeah, 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 it's a suicide. It's a suicide. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, this is what's been going on, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and our brothers had to experience this. They had to experience it. Now, what we have to do as a people is not only put pressure and keep the pressure on about them raising those charges where they need to be, uh, but we also, as a people, need to make sure that something is done something is done about white supremacy once and for all through law, not acknowledging white supremacy, not saying, Oh, how horrible they are. We don't need to be hearing that. Oh, they, you know, we notice the police treat black people different. No, 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 no. We, we don't need to hear that because I'm tired of that. I know you tired of that. 
Okay. I know all of us are sick and tired of that, right? So we need to do as black people out here is keep banging the drum. Once again, the FBI heard exactly what everybody has been saying verbatim. I heard it on the press conference. They completely said, no, we, we gonna raise charges. It's not going to stay, stay like that because no, we like, Hey, if it was black folks, then, then you know what the good way you do to us. Right. But we got to keep on well, listen. We cannot let this situation go. This is our prime time. I know some people may say, well, shoot, we had nothing to do with it. You're right. We had nothing to do with it, but if it was black folks, they wouldn't let it go. They'd be talking about it, talking about it, talking about it till something gets done. Some laws get changed. And we need to be talking about this all the time, daily, every day, just as much as CNN. Trying this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I talk about it. We need to have our own narrative on it too as black Americans. And we need to keep on saying, Hey, you know, if it was us, y'all would have did this. Y'all to charge them this way. What's up with them charges? Hey, if it was us, y'all came up with a law. What's up with them laws? Hey, they making threats right now. They talking about they going to do something else. What you going to do about it? You going to start rounding them up and picking them up? Cause black folks, they barely say something. And you at their house. They say something on Facebook. You at their house. These jokers making threats. Are you going to round them up? Are you putting them all in jail? Are you giving them felonies and taking away their gun rights? Now we know about the no fly list thing they're doing. And, um, I got one video. I'm a, I'm going to work on with that. That was quite funny. This, this, this joker was crying and he got put on the fly list because what ended up happening with that is what them idiots don't realize is, is what I found out is that when you go to the Capitol and all places like that, they have their own cell phone towers. So you're going to end up connecting to theirs. So even if you didn't do anything else, but just be in the vicinity, they know you're there. So what the FBI is doing is just, um, putting everybody on no fly list until it's investigated. So imagine that a lot of them was trying to go home. And, uh, they say, Oh no, you can't go home. You're on no fly list. And a lot of them are pissed. They are pissed. Uh, the one I'm pretty sure you've seen that video. He was crying that he was on no fly list. Now it didn't happen in DC. Like some of the news outlets, actually the girl who filmed it say actually happened in Charlotte. So he was in the Charlotte airport and he was crying like a child. I'm going to take off your terrorist. I'm like, you are terrorist. You come from a lineage of terrorists. And they treating you exactly how they've been needed to treat you long time ago. But see, it's these politicians fault. Now all of a sudden you want to start dealing with these white supremacists that when they were about to touch you, but when, when black folks begged y'all to deal with these white supremacists, you don't want to do nothing about it. You understand? These white supremacists, they got to have their comeuppance. And there was another video I saw, and I, I need to actually probably cover that one too. The white supremacists feel now we about to get reparations. They feel that way. Um, they told a black officer that, you know, they, they going, they going to give you reparations, make me pay for it. You think we going to like you more if, if you, we have to pay for reparations? He couldn't have told me that because first thing I would tell him say, you don't like us now. I said, so, so you might well not like me and I have some money in my, my bank account. You know, I mean, they always worry about what we get and what we got going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so 
they think that they're going to, you know, take down America and no, it, it, it listen, the only reason y'all even getting away with it because nobody even dealing with y'all right now. But if they want to get with them, they could, they spend almost a trillion dollars a year on military. Now don't think that they are so big and bad that they couldn't handle them. If they want to, they could, because trust me, when we protest in the street, we see all the military equipment they have. So yes, they got it. They really want to deal with them. Okay. But what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to come up with some laws and some procedures on how to get rid of the uh, white supremacists and the police departments. Now I know a lot of them be listening to me a lot of times. So let me give you some, let me give you some suggestions. You know, let me give you one suggestion, what I would do. So they say, okay, Philip, you, you in charge. How do you root out the white supremacists out of police departments? Well, you know, I, I, I have a program and I will tell them, listen, everybody's getting on a polygraph right now. So if you don't want to take the polygraph and you feel you're going to fail this polygraph and this polygraph is going to be about your views about different races of people and have you said anything, you know, uh, racial or about just anyone in particular, why you've been a police officer, not prior to being a police officer, but since you've been a police officer. Now, if you go ahead and resign now, you can go ahead and keep your pension. I'll let you do that. If you just go ahead and resign. But if you don't resign and we catch you, you're fired. You ain't getting your pension, you're not getting nothing. So the questions I would just ask them, it was a few questions. It wouldn't be that much in a polygraph. I would say, since you've been a police officer, have you used any racial slurs toward any group of people? That's the first question I would ask. Second question I would ask, are you part of any uh, white supremacist groups, whether online, are you part of any militia groups? Um, online or physically, are you any part of those groups since you've been a police officer? Right. Third question I would ask, have you used excessive force on other races of people? And you normally do that to other races of people, but you won't do that to the people in your group. That's the three things I would just ask if they pass. Hey, they good. No problem. Keep them. But usually probably the majority, you probably will get rid of all the Mazungu cops for sure. And even some of them that's, uh, in, uh, some of our Brown, uh, uh, people, right. Some of them want to side with them, you know, like the Enrique Tarios of the world and you, you most of them get fired or, or, or they would probably quit. Okay. Because they wouldn't pass that, that polygraph. Now, you know, I know one person there, they are trained to be the polygraph. The, the, you give the, the local police way too much. Listen, military can be trained and certain units of the military is trained to be polygraph. Not all of them. The local cops do not, it's not that, that smart. Half of them don't even know the law. Have you seen brothers and sisters tell them about the law and how they get mad and want to abuse them? They're not trained to be no freaking polygraph. Some of them probably ex-military, but usually from what a lot of cops say, those who are ex-military usually don't shoot as quick. So don't, don't get some of y'all get these white supremacists way too much credit. I mean, listen, this is the group of people that pooped in the Capitol and a lot of them were cops there. A lot of them were former military. Okay. I don't give these people no credit. They're not smart to me like that. Okay. Let's say if they, they, they are like, uh, they don't tr tr teach them that in, in police Academy, how to be the polygraph. Come on y'all. They don't teach them that. You don't take much to find out what they learn. Ain't nobody, I, I know there was a cop told me that, yeah, we had to test in, in police academy how to beat a polygraph. Come on now.
Yeah, yeah, they're not, they're not they're not that bright. They're not that bright whatsoever. So what I'm saying what I'm saying is, um, is is, is this, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. They they have to they have to weed them out. They have to weed them out. I'm just giving just one suggestion how to weed them out. You understand what I'm saying? And then replace them. You know, I believe just my opinion. I believe at least fifty percent of the police force in in all of America need to be black. You know, now with black people take them positions. That that'll be another thing, because we can't complain on the cops and black people not doing doing the job. So I believe that maybe people as former military could do the job or shoot. It may be some people that want to patrol their communities. You know, eventually somebody gonna have to replace them because if you don't replace them, then who gonna come back? Then folks gonna come back and, and and be in your neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so. I mean, you got to figure figure that out. Okay, what if they do get rid of them? Who you gonna replace them with? So that's something something you would have to think about, right? Um, if you get rid of a lot of these white supremacists in the medical field, who gonna replace them? You know, a lot of us won't want to become, you know, not all of us, but we'd rather become a ball player or a rapper, but we don't want to become a doctor. We have a big shortage of African-American doctors. We, we're not becoming nurses like that. Um, we need black people in the medical field, big time, huge, huge opportunities in the medical field for black Americans. You know, like I said, once if you get these people out of the way, who going to replace them? Because if you don't replace them, other groups going to replace them. Immigrants going to replace them. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying you, and then you know that some of these, some of these people coming from overseas, you know, got the same sentiments, you know, as, as them too. Some, some of them, not all, not all, not all. Okay. So we're going to have to think about what we want to do as black people. Because some of y'all are so used to them doing everything, it's going to get to a point where they're not going to be able to do everything for you. So are you going to step up? Are you going to, you know, uh, be the leader? Um, that you need to be within your community, etc. Because we don't know where, where a lot of this is going to go. Okay, we, we don't know, but black folks need to be in a position to be ready to take control of their own destiny. It's just that simple. You have to be ready for that. If you're going to deal with Babylon, of course. Like, like I said, you know, my position on that, I, I believe you should um, have your lot here. But also, you know, get you a, a section, a, a, a plot of land or something on the continent and build from there. Now, I just seen, um, you know, Brother Dinus Demir, he didn't got another citizenship. He, he, he got Nigerian citizenship and Sierra Leone citizenship. He got two of them. And he got American citizenship. That dude got three. He, he got three citizenships. Now, I can't, Dinus doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Um, and and, and that, that's what I, that's my mindset. You know, have multiple citizenships if you can get it. Um, and, and just made it spread out all over the world. Cause you, you don't want th this place. I always said that just to be all the, your end all be all. I always said that. Um, cause these people are going crazy and, and some of y'all, you know, like I said, you know, th these folks want to attack the, you know, they, they talked about any blogs attacking the power grids and attacking this and attacking that. Some of y'all is not even ready for, um, you're not even prepared to deal with something. A lot of you. You know, like, like, look at what happened with COVID. A lot of black folks, you know, wouldn't prepare for that. Basically like food shortages. That's what we were dealing with in COVID. Um, certain supplies you couldn't get during COVID. You know, black folks don't stock up on, you know, um, you know, I'm gonna say tools, you know what I mean by a tool. Um, they don't stock up on ammo like them folks do, you know? So a lot, a lot of us just be, you know, some unfortunate, a lot of us be thinking that we could depend on these folks. And these folks are falling apart right now. So you're going to have to get in your head. You're going to have to be independent of these folks. You can't depend on them. 
They, they listen right now. They caring about themselves and trying to maintain their supremacy. You're going to have to, it's a lot of you going to have to get real self-sufficient real quick because even Joe Biden warned you about that, that they not going to, they're, they're not going to be in uh, the, the, they're going to be in the minority soon. And they, they keep it up with COVID. It's going to be a lot quicker than what Joe Biden said. You understand? You gotta, you gotta be prepared. You got to be prepared. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to be prepared. You know, yeah, it's one thing to watch us go on TV and like, Oh wow, this is it. This is crazy. You understand what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, they talking about doing more protests, you know, armed protests in every state capital. You had them fools right here in Texas. A few of them, I think about 12 of them show up at the state capital in Austin uh, yesterday here in Texas. Now they didn't go ramp. They didn't go storm anything. They didn't go. No, they didn't do that. They were just doing a protesting and complaining and doing everything they're doing. That's fine. You want to complain and whatever, do that. But if you talk about storming something, well, this is, uh, this is not the state to start all that in. This is a lot, a lot of, a lot of guns in this state. They believe in that here. Um, but what I'm saying is black folks prepare yourself at all times. I, I told you Joe Biden getting in. So, you know, you'll be able to get your blue passport now a little bit better since he going to be coming in versus Trump trying to hold us all in here. Well, at least I had my passport. So I, like I said, it got so bad. I can, I'm on, I'm out in a minute, but just at least expand your options, expand your options. Because I know a lot of y'all was fighting about this place so hard, but you saw what happened the other day. This place is fragile. This place is not secure. Like you think it is. The Congress people thought their place was secure too. And look, look, look what happened the other day. And they have so many people that's dirty within, within the government. They dirty within law enforcement. They dirty everywhere. They all the card carrying white supremacists. And if they're capable of doing it once they're capable of doing it again. This is not the group of people for you to be dependent on black people. This is not the group of people. And since it's not the group of people to be playing, you know, to be dependent on, we need to go back. Well, listen, we, you know, we like to say we build the country or we build the country. And even after slavery, we didn't depend on these people for anything. But, but now, you know, after, you know, I say the civil rights movement in the seventies, you kind of walked away from doing you and kind of depended more and more on them. And listen, they're not in a position for you to be dependent on, you know, so get into researching, uh, you know, your own growing your own food. Get it, get into learning more about, you know, the herbs and, and what they do for you. And, and, you know, you know, going back to some of the old remedies with, with medicine, the old people had, you know, start doing your research on that because, uh, we can't depend on these people. I'm telling you that they, they are not, listen, listen, everything these people have presented to us has never been good. It's never been good. You know it. I know it. And I listened to, you know, even AOC the other night. Yeah. You know, black women, uh, they say, you know, in Georgia, you know, they, they flip, they help flip Georgia and we got to follow the lead of black women and this and that. And I'm like, why, why don't uh, AOC, why don't we, why don't you step up there and you, you take the lead? Why black women got to do it? 
I mean, wh- why your community is not stepping up? You know, cause you know, cause you notice that if anybody has to fight something, it's always us. Where's AOC's community? Cause see, this is what normally happens. You know, I'm about to call that out. AOC's community love to stay behind the scenes and stay in their house and don't do nothing while black folks on the front line fighting, getting killed, uh, fighting, doing everything we got to do. And after the, after all the fighting's over and everything, and, and and after and after the concessions are there, now here you come out your house talking about, hey, you know, I need to get some of that too. I'm like, where you was at, bruh? Well, why are you out here fighting? You don't fight now. That's what all these other groups do. They stay, they boy, they don't want to get involved with no fighting. They don't want to, uh-uh. Black folks got to fight the good fight. They've been doing that forever. Everybody else stay out the way. Everybody else stay in the house. I don't care if it's either black immigrants, you know, a lot of times. You know, I'm not saying all, but a lot of them stay out the way too. Say, man, ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't getting involved with that. Black Americans going to do that fight. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Shoot, maybe black folks should do that. Say, well, we're going to stay out the way too. And say, we ain't doing nothing unless y'all go do something. We ain't going to sit up there and be putting ourselves on the front line all the time. And, and, and like black folks got had to go mobilize. And the only reason uh, Georgia had one that got flipped like that is because of Stacey Abrams. That's basically what it is. Stacey Abrams. I'm just, just calling it what it is. I'm not the biggest guy that, that say, you know, about the voting thing, but I have to admit what, it, you know, the truth of what it is. She's the one that helped flip that state. Now, if anything, they better, you know, like I said, now, like I said, black folks better do something about, you know, getting something out of the deal. You silly if you don't. But old James Clyburn, he he's even getting on the thing about he wants something done now, you know. So it, it's like, <sighs> these brothers that dealt with this, they they got to deal with white supremacy in the rawest form, and I'm glad those brothers survived. I'm glad they did, um, but they li- they definitely can live to tell the story of how they dealt with it. And when the brothers say this America, yes, this is America. And been America, like, have you been paying attention for the last four years? How these people have came out from under their rocks, underneath their trailer parks, and everywhere else they come from, in, in these rural uh, uh, places where they poor, they ain't got no money, they ain't got nothing. You know, that's why I hate to even see some of y'all talking like these people got it all. These people don't have it all. These people do not have it all. These people don't have much. The only thing they got over you as black people. Only thing they have over you is is that social currency of their skin color. That's it. The majority of them ain't got no money like that. See, it, listen, some of y'all that work your job, you know what I'm talking about. How these folks ain't got no money like that. You know that you don't have no money. And some of y'all actually sit up here and, and be believing that. Did it, why they, if they got so much money, then why they be getting so jealous of you when you get something? Let you go to work. You got you a new car all of a sudden, you know, let you go buy. I don't know. You wouldn't go buy Audi or something, right? You drive up to work. They all, all painted. How you going to afford that? Like, like I had this one brother, you know, I was work, I work, used to work with, and he had drove a, um, it was a Lamborghini SUV, right? He drove up now. He told me how he got it. He said, man, I got a good deal on this. It was used. We had low miles. And that's what he was. He good at. He good at getting used cars or low miles. That's his thing. He he like man. Why should I be paying full price for anything? So the brother had the car, 
And boy, you should have seen them Mzungus. They came out. They were like, how could one of them say, how can you afford that working here? I mean, that's, that's how, that's how broke they are. And they, even those that are supposed to be supervised are saying, how can you afford that working here? You understand? So these people ain't got, they, they act together. Another sister at the same place, she was driving a Porsche Panamera, right? All they all up, all up in her, her situation. Cause she's driving a Porsche Panamera. Cause they get all so, so, you know, tripped out when, when black folk, uh, get, get some cars or black folks get into certain environments or black folks are going to certain restaurants or, or whatever, where, you know, it could be 50 to $60 a plate. So sometimes just you and your lady, you could be paying $250, you know, and they'd be like, man, how, how they, how they be coming over here like that? And you know, the thing a lot of them do, they come up to you and say, Oh, how you doing? Do the small talk. Then they come up to you and say, so, um, so what you do for a living? You know, they, they nosy. Because you know what? Because they ain't got nothing going on. That's why I say stop giving these people like like they got money like that. They don't. Only thing they got over you is that privilege. A privilege that says I can be less educated and still get a, a better job over you. That situation. And like I said, the more and more their privilege leaves them and they have to compete on an equal level, they're going to be the worst off because when you're so used to like not being able to compete. And just like the Republicans, they cheat. That's what they always do. Uh, uh, voter suppression. So when, now, you know, when the Democrats come in, they about to try to get rid of all that mess. So they, they even said, well, they get in there. We'll never win again. Yeah. Cause they're probably gonna get rid of all your freaking, uh, voter suppression crap. But like I said, stop thinking these people got money like that. Stop giving these people all these accolades. Like I said, look at the capital, what they've done. Do you really, are they really that smart? And the little bit they do have, a lot of it, they stole from you. They stole from me. You understand what I'm saying? Our, our ancestors. I mean, you have, you have to think about a lot of that brothers and sisters. You have to think about that. They couldn't even build America on their own. They tried. And, 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 and within one year, the majority of them died off to the point that they was cannibalizing each other. They needed Africans to come build this up. They couldn't do it on their own. They could not do it whatsoever. They tried enslaving native Americans that didn't work either. Many of them died off. They couldn't handle that being enslaved. It, it took Africans to come do it. So these people are not in no superior position to you or me to tell me or you anything. You understand? And I, I want to keep putting that in your head. These people aren't superior to you. They're not. I mean, look, look at them. They have to get in a big, they've always done this. What they've done at the Capitol is something they've always done. They get in these big mobs and they go do something. They, they, like I said, they, they gotta have a big mob. They gotta have a gun. They gotta have something they're, they're, they're they do. They can't listen. Every time you watch brothers square with them is night, night. Use it. Use it nine times out of 10. Well, unless you're Nate Robinson, I think whatever his name was, uh, not Nate Robinson, whatever that brother that was that boxed, uh, uh, Logan Paul or whatever. I mean, he was an embarrassment. That's why people clowning him. Cause you know, in my, in, back in the day, if you let a Logan Paul whip you in a fight, you could come back to the hood. That's one thing you better not do. You better not ever lose a fight to one of them. Never. You would like, don't even go show your face back. Everybody going to clown you. Everybody.
<laughs> you did not want to uh, uh, lose a fight to one of them. You know what I'm saying? So with that, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, we, we gonna, we gonna wrap this up, but <laughs> I want y'all to have a good day. You know, we'll have some, uh, more content coming out, uh, for, for you guys, uh, on, on other channels. If you're first time here, make sure uh, you subscribe and, um, click the notification bell, you know, a lot, but still, you know, I always tell people come back and check out channels, make sure uh, that, you know, cause sometimes YouTube don't give you notifications. Uh, we also appreciate the people join us on uh, our Patreon page or become a YouTube channel member. Community support is definitely important because we don't get the big, de you know, brand deals. And like I said, we also have, you know, people to pay once a month and, uh, you know, within the community to help us do the show. So thank you for listening and see you next time.